You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Firearms related, but one step at a time. And I will be having a co-host today, Victor from On Point, a special guest, whoever, will be joining us today. Whoever's firing that weapon there, they've got bad aim. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're still here. We're still here. just want to thank you for listening to America's Web Radio, and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy what we have to say. If not, make it known. It's okay. I'll take complaints. I'll take suggestions. Hey, Rogers I'll... used to getting yelled at. That's right. I date women. <laughs> In no way, shape, or form is America's Web Radio in agreement with any, <laughs> with necessarily with everything that we say. Oh, of course not. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so we're going to get started today. We're going to get into a little bit of politics before we jump into other gun stuff. But I just got to say, things are getting a little crazy out there with social media and uh, video archiving sites and such. This week, YouTube has shut down several pro-Second Amendment sites just because they have changed their policies, which is kind of crazy. There are places that have been on here showing educational videos for firearm owners, Second Amendment proponents, and such. And after, I think it was seven or eight years, they came and shut them down. And it was funny because they had prepared for this. They had been told that YouTube was shutting down some of their fellow supporters of Second Amendment rights, and then they should prepare themselves for this. So they archived all their videos elsewhere so they wouldn't have to count on YouTube not coming in to shut them down. But they did. So they have been terminated for violating YouTube's terms of service, which apparently had changed between the time they had signed up, listed all these videos, and YouTube decided to shut them down. And since we all know that YouTube tends to lean a little bit more to the left side of things... We're going to know that, obviously, there might be one party in America that pushes for gun control, which, by the way, gun control is all about the control and has nothing to do with the guns. Hey, gun control to me is hitting my target. That's right. Use both hands. That's the best form of gun control. I recommend both hands. You know, Roger, it's not just uh, gun control. They want to ban guns. and, and, and Oh, without a doubt. And if you don't believe me, just... Do a little bit of research and read what people like uh, Congressman Steelwall or Swallow or whatever that guy's name is is saying. Swall, Swallow. Swallow. Yeah. Wanted to use nukes on American citizens. Yeah. <laughs> These people want to ban guns. And uh, we as Americans better just stay awake and stay engaged. And Kamala Harris, today she, or today or yesterday she was speaking and decided that if she gets elected president, she expects gun control action within a hundred days by the Congress if she gets elected. If not, she would take executive action to force gun control. And I'm thinking, how can you take executive action to cancel out one of the Bill of Rights? Uh, You know, Roger, I heard that comment today, and that's what people need to really pay attention to, because you've got a sitting uh, representative or, or in her case, case, a senator. Okay. And one of 100... And they actually think that they have the power, uh, if they were president, through executive order to just dismantle the Constitution or a Bill of Rights or an amendment. And that cannot be done by executive order per Article 1. 
You know, it was kind of funny because I remember during Obama's administration, whenever they wanted to limit free speech, quote-unquote free speech, Mm -hmm. they had a free speech area, which was the only place you were allowed to have free speech in. You know, and, and this, again, that's a great point, Roger, because this is the left. This is your Democrat Party who likes to tell people that they're so in tune with your feelings or they're so open-minded. They're real quick to take away freedom of speech and censorship when you don't agree with them. Oh, of course. It's all about if you agree with them, that's fine because you're on their plantation and you will do as you're told. Remember, remember, you know, I, I talk about the That's Hispanic. That's Herman Cain's quote. I talk about the Hispanic plantation and, and the, uh, the black, the Democrat, the new black plantation, which is the Democrat plantation. Right. All their followers must stay on the plantation. <laughs> yeah, also known as the swamp. The minute you step off, oh, you're an, you've gone from loyal, well, from loyal follower to you're an enemy now. Remember the definition of peace per the communists back in the Cold War. Uh, the communists were running around saying they wanted peace. Oh, yeah, we want peace. Well, when you ask them what the definition of their definition of peace was, well, you bow to our beliefs. That's Then we will have peace. Right. And it's funny because if the First Amendment happens to fail, which it might, hopefully the Second Amendment will not. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why it's there. Wasn't it? I think it was this week or last week was the uh, anniversary of the shot heard around the world. Where colonists in America, after an attempt to take their weapons away by British soldiers, started to fight back and started the American Revolution. Thank God. <laughs> With there a, it was. The, the single shot was fired. <laughs> and that was the shot heard around the world because that started the revolution. And one of the main reasons for fighting this this revolution was that the British were trying to disarm Amer- – or not at the, the time colonists. Americans, the British colonists who mm-hmm. eventually became Americans. You know, I want to join the Cowboys for Trump just so I can ride a horse and start a new – a new ride, and uh, I, I would just scream, uh, the hippocrats are coming, the hippocrats are coming. I, maybe <laughs> yeah. I can start something there. Well, there was a guy I spoke about this a week or so ago, the guy in Missouri, who said they were going to start a state militia, so anybody could have a gun. As long as you were in their state, you were considered in their militia. In their militia. Which takes away that whole militia argument that the Democrats love to use mm-hmm. to take away Second Amendment rights. Absolutely. But anyway, so YouTube is cracking down on all kinds of people who are proponents of Second Amendment. And now Citibank last year decided they were not going to, after the Parkland shootings, Citibank decided they were not going to do business with any gun companies that didn't follow their guidelines, Hmm. such as age discrimination against people under 21. If you sold guns to anybody under 21, then they were not going to allow you to borrow money from their bank or do any financing with you. Or if you allowed people to have standard capacity magazines, which they call high capacity magazines. Let me tell you, standard capacity magazines are up to 30, 40 rounds. Restricted capacity magazines are those that only hold 10 or 15 on purpose and are restricted to hold less by physical means or by modifying the magazine. So don't talk to me about high capacity magazines the term should be restricted capacity and standard capacity. Don't let the left dictate the language you use to describe things because they're usually always wrong. And we need to stop letting the left set narratives. We need to stop that too. Right. There's no such thing as an assault rifle for sale at uh, your local sporting goods mm-hmm. store. Those are military-styled rifles. 
Yes, but they're still the same firing capacity as any other semi-automatic rifle. Right. Any other pistol you have, it's just it's base. It's the same. Oh, but Roger, it looks mean and it looks just scary. Well, that's right. Well, that's you know that's another thing. You know, these banks can actually discriminate against people that they don't like their business. Like, well, we can discriminate too and not do business with them. That's that's a that is a valid point. Everybody who is a Second Amendment proponent should remember to vote with their wallets. Yeah. Now, I don't have a lot of information on who is and who isn't. I know there's some. Uh, I think one famous gene company has actually come out against guns. Hmm. And uh, there's a few other people. I mean, there's a list of them on the internet. I'm sure you can find it. But try and verify them from more than one place because a lot of times. Believe it or not, not everything on the Internet is true. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I, for one, I do not like to participate in in, uh, boycotts, and I don't call for boycotts. Uh, Very rarely would I. But I will, and I am a proponent of, like Roger said, use your wallet. You You can hit back with your wallet. There are other places that will take your money and not want to restrict your rights. <laughs> yes, uh, we here at America's Web Radio, America's Web Radio will happily take anyone's money. That's right. Well, we may have okay, a few almost. exceptions. <laughs> almost anyone's money. We will not collude with Russia. <laughs> That's right. No Russian money. And there may be some hesitation from taking money from a place that only exhibits shoes on the weekends. <laughs> and cigars. <laughs> and cigars, yeah. In the cigar company that sponsored the Clinton White House, I don't know about you guys. Roger, would you be talking about the local shoe show? Possibly, but I guess we could take money from them. If they're willing to get the word out and they want to show their proponents of Americanism, I can't think of a better way. America. America, that's right. <laughs> beer, guns, guts. Well, you don't drink the beer while you're playing with the guns, though. Hey, look, lots to learn here at Locked and Loaded. But now, so just keep in mind when you do business with people or you have a hesitation or you hear something, be careful because you don't want people to take your money and then try and take your rights away with it. In fact, it was said to me the other day, they go, you know what it is? When the government takes your rights away and then sells you a license to have your rights back, that means they're taking control of these so-called rights and selling them back to you at a set price. I don't think the Founding Fathers ever thought that we should have to buy our rights from the government. It was supposed to be the other way around. The government was supposed to be answering to the people, not the people having to answer and be restricted by the government. In fact, every one of the first ten Bill of Rights are individual rights that are spelled out that people have and the government cannot take away. None of them give the government any power to do anything. So, Citibank, watch out because you know what? People have a choice. You're not the only game in town. Now, granted, you're in New York, so you think that all the people there are for you. But remember, New York is one state, and they only represent a small portion of America. And New Yorkers can't even buy guns. so Oh, they can. It just requires a $300 application fee and a 60-page permit application just to buy a handgun. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Now, at what point does that become a violation of Second Amendment rights? What if they charge $500, $700, $1,000 just to be able to purchase a gun? They're not restricting you from having it, but they're making you pay a huge sum of money just to exercise your right. 
How is this a right if you have to pay to exercise it? What if we had free speech permits? You have to buy a, a permit before you're allowed to go on the Internet and blog or before you're allowed to answer a, a post on a Facebook page. Imagine having to have a permit, show your permit number every time before you exercise your right to free speech. How do you think that would go over with people? Well, that crazy AOC in, in New York would love it. Of course you would, because, because then people wouldn't be able to bash her. <laughs> there you go. Crazy. I hear she was complaining about being made fun of on social media, and she thinks we need to regulate that. There you go. That's the first step towards taking away free speech. You know, she can just keep on yapping because they're going to regulate her right out of Congress in 2020. And it ain't going to be the Republicans that do it. It's going to be the Democrat Party that does it. Yeah, I don't think they're too fond of her at the moment. In fact, from what I understand, they are raising money and recruiting potential candidates Mm -hmm. to run against her in the 2020 election already. And she's served, what, like one year already? Yeah, I guarantee you they are. Uh, I really, really don't think she'll be there after 2020, but uh, I've been wrong before. She's got a following, though, and it's funny. They say no publicity is bad publicity, and she's got lots of publicity. That's true, but a lot of her followers can't vote for her. That's the truth. You're right. That She represents that one section of New York there in part of Brooklyn and somewhere Mm -hmm. else that just maybe those people like that. Yeah, you know, and and it's not to get too political, but it is going to be funny to watch because uh, I think she's going to lose her mind, and she probably will not accept losing, and it's probably going to be Russia collusion. But but anyway, Roger, we got to go to our first break. Okay, so, thank uh, you for tuning in to Lock and Loaded. When we come back, we're going to discuss how you, as an American citizen, can buy a gun online. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And from our live studio audience. Thank you for listening to America's Web Radio. I am Roger B. I'm here with my special guest, Victor, from On Point with Victor. Woo-hoo. Every Tuesday from 2 to 3 p.m., or for those of you from 1400 to 1500 Eastern Time. Those of you who prefer military time. And Locked and Loaded is on from 1500 to 1600. Now, here's a quick true story I want to bring up that most people have heard this, but it just makes me smile every time I hear it, so I'm going to do it again. After the Japanese had decimated our fleet at Pearl Harbor in 1941, they could have sent troop ships and carriers directly to California to finish off what they started. And the prediction from the, our, our own chief of staff was that they would not be able to stop a massive invasion until they reached the Mississippi River. Remember, at the time, we had a two-million-man army. So why didn't they invade? Well, according to the stories and things that were said, the Japanese generals and admirals knew the answer to that question. 
they know that almost every home in America had a gun in it, and Americans were proud, and they knew how to use those guns. I believe the actual quote was, there was a gun behind every blade of grass. Now, you may wonder, how true is this statement? Well, I'm going to roll down a quick list of a few uh, numbers here just to give you an idea how powerful the American civilian, let's call it militia, would be if they were called upon. The world's largest army in the world, American hunters. Okay. Somebody that's at deer license sales in just a handful of states. This is just people who deer hunt. This is not even people who shoot for sport only or hunt other things other than than deer, hunt pigs or coyotes or whatever else. There were 600,000 hunters this season just in the state of Wisconsin alone. So that's more men that are in the active military in the entire country of Iran. That's more active people with guns than in the military of France and Germany combined. And they all went out into the woods to hunt deer and nobody was killed. So all these people who think that responsible gun owners are responsible for mass shootings and for murders, probably not true. Now let's let's go to some other states like Pennsylvania, who you don't think of as a big gun state. 750,000 deer hunting permits issued there. Michigan, 700,000 hunters. And then there's a quarter million of them in West Virginia. And the hunters in these four states alone would compromise the would comprise the largest army in the world. <laughs> and let's say one more. The number of hunters in the state of Texas would be the largest standing army in the world by itself. The point is America will forever be safe from foreign invasion with that kind of homegrown firepower. Hunting, it's not just a way to fill the freezer. It's a matter of national security. That's why all enemies, foreign and domestic, want to see us disarmed. So the next time you hear about gun control, think about that. All right. Now, speaking of having guns in your house or getting guns into your hands, I'm going to talk about something that a lot of people are a little afraid of or not sure how to go about it. We're going to talk about buying guns online. A lot of companies will sell you guns online, and people go, well, how do I do that? Did they just ship it to my house? Does it, you know, does the UPS guy just leave it on my doorstep? No, they don't. You have to pick it up from a federally firearms licensed dealer. So we're going to discuss a few of the sites that are probably the most popular for this and let you know how to go about this. The first and foremost is probably Gun Broker. They were based in Atlanta, been around, around here doing it for over 20 years. Now, Gun Broker, like the name implies, does not sell guns. They only broker the sales between either individuals or dealers and the purchasers. Hey, Roger, let me butt, Go in, for it. butt in for a second. Why don't you explain to the listeners out there, because some of them are Democrats, and when they hear online gun sales, they think, oh, no, you know, they oh, get all scared. Yeah, we're going to get right into um, that. But maybe maybe just explain a little bit what the um, what it means that when you buy, who has to receive it? What, what a federal licensed yeah. gun? These weapons know. must, of course, be shipped to an FFL dealer. That's a federal firearms licensed dealer. They cannot ship it to your house. They can't ship it to your mom's house. It can't come to your work. It must go to a gun dealer. And now, no one can pick it up except the buyer of the weapon. Right. Well, whoever the buyer is must show their license, their gun permit, go through the required background check before they allow to get it, just like buying it from a store. But, you know, a lot of new guns you probably wouldn't want to buy online because by the time you pay the shipping and you pay your FFL, because the federal firearms license dealer is going to charge you something normally to pick up a gun. 
There are a few who will do it if you have a carry permit and they don't have to do the, the background check. Because once you have a carry permit, you essentially have had a uh, FBI check to show that you're a responsible citizen. Oh, it's more than an FBI check. They look at everything. Yeah, you got fingerprints, background check, FBI check. I mean, all that's been done before you're allowed to get a concealed weapons permit in most states. Of course, there are a few states that have no carry laws at all other than if you're a citizen, you can carry a gun, you don't need a permit. But here you would have to undergo the federal the federal background check, which means it's not state to state. Anytime you purchase a gun online and it's shipped into a state, you're going to have to get that background check done. So guns, uh, one side, So the gun broker site is a really good site. They sell a lot of used and new stuff from dealers and individuals. There's also GunsAmerica.com. They're another site. They tend to feature new guns over old ones or at least more dealers than individuals. There's another site called Arm, Arms List. Now, the Arms List is another site, but they don't seem to verify their members as strictly. So on Arms List, I would recommend a face-to-face transfer or being able to meet within the state that they're in rather than trusting somebody to ship you one from Arms List. And there's another site called Guns International. This one is interesting because they do a lot of older collectible weapons, a lot of used guns, almost exclusively used. And almost all these dealers or individuals are are verified, and they sell collectible firearms. In fact, Cabela's nationwide does most of their selling of their used weapons through Guns International. Now, I don't know if you, a lot of you guys know that, but Cabela's will take trade-ins on guns. They deal in used weapons as well as new stuff, unlike most of the other big shops. You know, you go to Academy or you go to Bass Pro Shop, they're not going to deal in used guns. If you go to Dick's, they're not going to deal in guns at all. Dick's won't even sell because, you a gun. <laughs> because they're Dick's. <laughs> because, you know, there's, there's a great uh, movie called Team America, and it explains very well <laughs> what the difference between being a dick and being a what I probably should a Richard. say on the radio. But, um, but no, you know, that's so true, Roger. And, and I, I just wanted to butt in for a second and give some kudos to uh, Cabela's. That's the closest right. uh, closest uh, store to me, like uh, Outdoor Man. Right, right, it. exactly. For those of you who watch uh, – what is that show oh, called? You know what? It's going to skip my mind. Uh, Outdoor Man. Last Man, Last standing. man standing. That's right. Okay, but Cabela's... You, you know what it is, Roger. Also, if you find a okay. gun that Cabela's has for sale, many times they will transfer it to a store in your home state or home city for free. Then, of course, you pay the tax on it when you get it, but they will do the transfer for nothing, so there's no shipping charges on those a lot of times. That's not hard and fast, but I've heard of that happening multitude of times. But let's get back to buying a gun online. Why would you want to do that? Perhaps used weapons to me are probably some of the best deals online. Now you may wonder, why would I want to buy a used one when I can buy a new one for, you know, for just a few dollars more? The advantage is if you find an old weapon that's not available anymore, like say you see a 22 that you learned to shoot on that they don't make anymore, but you'd love to have that gun back just to bring back some memories or maybe to teach the next generation how you were taught. That's a good place to start looking is on GunBroker because they have so many used weapons there. Another thing, which is one of my favorite reasons. And there's nothing wrong with a good used weapon. Nope. Now, if it's old or doesn't look like it's been taken good care of, I would Mm. definitely recommend having it checked out by a qualified person first. You know, Roger, that's a great point. Uh, because, you know, we, my mother had an old gun that was her father's and I remember bringing it over and letting you check that out. 
um, you should always, always, always check out a gun, no matter. Yeah. You know, have where somebody you who kind of knows the basis, kind of look at it, make sure if it has any weird history or anything, like if it was underwater for ten years or something like that. Be extremely careful. But my favorite reason of all is when buying a used weapon online, often people have purchased and installed, installed specific accessories or have things for the weapon that they will sell with the gun. And these often don't add much value to the price of the gun because they're getting rid of it so they no longer need a holster that fits it or night sights that were already installed or maybe some extra magazines or mag holders, things like this, will often be included. And you can get a great deal on an entire rig, entire selection of accessories to come with your used gun on GunBroker. So even if it's the same price as a new one, you get another 100 or $200 worth of accessories or night sights or an optic thrown in. It gives you that much more value for your money. Now, as far as getting these transferred, people are going to go, well, how do I know where to have it shipped? Where do I send it to? I don't know how to do this. If you go on most of the gun sites, Gun Broker, Guns America, they will have a listing of FFL dealers in your neighborhood. You can usually search by zip code. And most will give you in advance the price they charge for a transfer. Now, the best thing is to go there, ask them about it, and you have to get a copy of their FFL or have them send a copy of their FFL to the person or the company that you're buying this gun from because they have to know where to ship it to. And if an individual ships you a gun, they usually have to send a copy of their ID to you in order to transfer the gun from their name into your name. So there is paperwork involved, and there are federal laws governing transfers, especially when something goes from one state to another, then it must go through proper channels. You're not supposed to send guns directly to anybody in any state. Use the mail, UPS, anything. You must meet face-to-face and do a transfer. Now, in some states, they don't allow that, like California, New York, New Jersey, the usual suspects of anti-gun morons. Oh, did I say that? I meant uh, uh, citizens. Right, those those citizens. Yeah. But now on on receiving one, like I said, it has to be shipped to a a licensed dealer. And once you find a local shop, you want to go in, tell them you're expecting a shipment. They will ship, they will send a copy of their federal firearms license to the person or company sending you a weapon. Now, a lot of times, if you buy from a big company, these licenses will already be on file. Once they're on file, that dealer can be sent weapons without having to send a new copy every time. In fact, many of them will list who they have. If you go to Bud's or Palmetto State, they may have your dealer's license already on file. You can just select them with a click of the mouse. They send it directly to that particular dealer. Now, I would recommend going to that dealer, at least getting your face in front of them, letting them know what you're doing until you get to know them. Now, if you do this more than a few times, they'll probably get to know you. Oh, by the way, yeah, I get those calls once in a while. Oh, Roger, your gun's here. You going to come get that? Sure, I'll be by in a day or two. And then when you go by, you have to show your license, get the background check, or show your license and your carry permit, and fill out the 4473 form that you fill out every time you buy a gun. I don't care if you're at a gun show. I don't care if you're at a gun shop. I don't care if you ordered it online from from New York. You still have to fill out the 4473 form in order to pick it up, even if you have a carry permit. So now that we've established there's no getting guns. And, Roger, it's time for a break. <laughs> <laughs> So 
and we'll be right back. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients, dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Hi, my name is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value. Uh, insurance for your classic car. Yeah, Again, if you're every- when you get ready to to uh, insure your classic classic antique or even your street ride, call JC Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. Quick stakes. That's Q U I K stakes are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of quick stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's quick stakes, Q-U-I-K stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello. Welcome back to America's Web Radio. You're listening to Locked and Loaded. I'm Roger B. with my special guest host, Victor, from On Point with Victor. And we're here talking guns. You know, there aren't many topics. You know, look, just about at any given time, I can be as happy as can be with the topic of guns, cars, and motorcycles. Absolutely. And before the wife was around, girls. (laughs) Well, yeah, that too. (laughs) That's okay. I talk about her all the time. That's right, and with good reason. I've seen her. (laughs) You need to go buy a lottery ticket after that. (laughs) You know, that's true. That's very true. Okay, so we're, oh yes, yes, we were buying guns online. Yay! You can Yo. actually buy a gun sitting in your office in your underwear Sunday at 3 o'clock in the morning. You know, when we do a re- relationship special show, we'll talk about how you went and found yourself a uh, Eastern European as well. But on to the sh- gun show. <laughs> yes, we're back to the gun show. Let's see now. Okay. So you've ordered your gun. You've sat there in your underwear at 3 in the morning on Sunday. You've ordered this thing. You've sent it in. They happen to have your FFL license dealer on file. You click the little button. It's coming to you. All you have to do is go by and pick it up when it comes in. They give you a call. Oh, your gun came in. So you're going to walk into the gun store. They're going to ask for your ID. You're going to fill out your 4473 form. If you have a concealed weapons permit, you can probably pick it up that day. Some states have a waiting period. Some states don't. And now the dealer's probably going to charge you something for providing this fee. If he has to run a background check, you don't have a carry permit, then he's going to have to charge you the, I think it's between 10 and $20 that the state will charge them to run the background check. And there might be a little something in it for him too because he has to file and do the paperwork and do the work. Takes him away from doing other business. Usually it's somewhere between 0 and $50 with an average being 25 to 35 
There are a few people I've heard. One of the uh, co-producers here has told me there's a, a place in Georgia where they will do a transfer for $0 if you're a concealed carry permit, and they don't have to pay for the uh, for the background check. Well, that is an awesome deal. I know. $0 buying guns online in your underwear? This is how can you get any more America than this? It's America. So you pick up your gun, you show them everything, and there. The whole buying guns on the Internet process is done. And you didn't do it without a background check, without showing your concealed carry permit or identification. So the same thing would happen with a gun deal at a gun show. You buy it from somebody at the table as a dealer. You have to fill out the paperwork, get the permit shown, fill out the 4473 form. There is no loophole. The only loophole that they may talk about is that people can sell guns person to person in Georgia if they're residents of the state and not a convicted felon. But this can be done outside the gun show. The gun show doesn't have to be there for this to happen. In fact, this is going to bring me to one other uh, gun selling site that I'm going to bring up. It's called the Outdoors Trader. Now, this site is specific to Georgia, and I don't know if there are other ones in other states. I would really hope that there are. But this site lists guns for sale by individuals, and you must be listing it for sale in a city in Georgia. They don't accept any ads outside the state. And this will allow you to meet somebody who has a gun that you want to buy or sell a gun to somebody who wants to buy it, and you can meet with them, and they should verify your residency by glancing at your license. They don't need a copy or anything or get any information off of it. All they have to do is look at it, make sure it's current, and it's from the state of Georgia. If you have a concealed carry permit, it's a good idea to flash that so they see it. Okay, he's not a felon. He's a resident of the state of Georgia. I can sell him this gun with no other issues. Now, I don't know if any other sites like this exist in other states. If they do, please let me know. I'd like to pass those on because I think person-to-person gun sales are great. You can get great deals on things. And, again, used stuff that comes along with extra accessories, always a deal for me. So now that you know how to do this, let's see what kind of gun might you want to step into or buy. Actually, can I I step in here for a second? Sure. You know how we like to include listeners. Um, we have a listener who who wanted to go back and just just made a comment about what you said earlier that uh, Admiral Yamamoto, right, um, that he actually went to school in Chicago, so he knew, and that uh, he knew what America was. What we <laughs> he was in for. Chicago. He saw how many so, guns America had. <laughs> I mean, all you need to do is go to Southside Chicago and see that every gang banger in uh, Chicago has a gun. It's sad to say, but there are usually more deaths in Chicago over a weekend than there are in foreign battles for U.S. military. It's pretty sad, and they won't do anything about it. That's black-on-black crime. Where's Jesse Jackson? That's a whole other story. Uh, we also have another listener who mentioned that uh, if he had to pay $1,000 to buy a gun, wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that cause more illegal guns to hit the streets? Oh, Absolutely. I mean, you would just be driving people to the black market instead of taking it away. (laughs) And, of course, you know, that's also – I think that would probably bring up a court case. As these taxes on guns get higher and higher, I would think more people would think of that as a violation of their Second Amendment rights and realize that it doesn't say – you know, they say health care is a right, and I'm going – and they want the government to pay for it. Well, guns are definitely a right. Health care is not in the Constitution anywhere, and if guns are a right – Maybe the government should pay for it. Well, you said it right there, Roger, and I've said this before on my show. If you can find in the Constitution health care mentioned 
one time and then, then tell me where it says it's a right. Or, or college tuition? Or college tuition. Please point this out and show us because none of those healthcare education none of those are mentioned in the constitution but what is mentioned in the constitution very clearly is the second amendment bill of right the right the right to, to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed now we think a thousand dollar fine to buy a gun would definitely be infringing on your rights to 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 buy a gun in fact when they sell you back your rights that seems kind of screwy that doesn't seem like how america was meant to be sounds like something california would do and, and New York. Uh, try and find uh, anywhere in the constitution that it says separation of state between church and state it that doesn't is another great point misnomer absolutely it is, that is completely it made says up there shall be no f- state-sponsored Sponsored religion, religion. Yeah. But the idea of separation of church and state, you are absolutely correct. Not in the, It doesn't exist in the Constitution. Do you know where that came from? The left. Let us know. <laughs> where? Well, no, uh, it, a, la- a letter was written by a lady to Jefferson that said, my church is having a problem on a building issue or some stupid thing. And uh, Jefferson wrote her back, that ain't none of my business. That's between uh, you and the local municipality yeah. to yep. hammer that out. Good for Jefferson. Jefferson was great. Founding father, by the way, for those of you uh, from uh, Atlanta Public Schools or Chicago Public Schools. <laughs> That's right. Okay, but today, so you decided, okay, I'm going to try and buy a gun online. What do I want? Well, I'll tell you one of the latest guns that have really been making a, uh, a splash in the new gun field are pistol caliber carbines. For those of you who don't know, this is usually a pistol caliber, usually 9mm, 40 cal, 45 ACP, or even 10mm in a rifle-sized gun. And you may wonder, why would you want one of these? What is the advantage to having a rifle that carries a pistol cartridge? You might need to tell the listeners what ACP stands for. Automatic Colt Pistol. Thank you. It's just a 45 caliber. It's a standard 45 caliber automatic cartridge. Not to be confused with the forty-five long Colt, which is what the old revolvers used back in the Old West. Which were awesome. Well, yeah. <laughs> but the advantages, okay. Usually when you shoot a rifle, you have three points of contact. It gives you a steadier aim and will increase your accuracy at longer ranges. There's smaller cartridges than full-size rifles, so that makes them much easier to control. The recoil is less, and especially in a rifle, you have less recoil, which means you can have much more rapid fire and be more accurate. And there's nothing better than rapid fire. I love rapid fire. And the smaller cartridge also makes for a much lighter weapon than a full-size rifle. So it's easier to carry, easier to take with you somewhere, pack away in a truck or in a backpack or something. And you also gain a bit of velocity and energy by using a longer barrel, and that extends the range of a normal handgun cartridge along with the three-point contact of holding a rifle. These would be perfect for most urban situations if you get stuck somewhere and need to get your way out. Now we just have to get in. Let's pick which platform I'm going to use, what caliber I want to use, and see how it goes. We're going to just list a few of them here today. I'm going to give you some few brief rundowns of a few potential choices. There are probably a dozen more that I'm not going to mention today because we just don't have that much time. But I'm going to try and hit on some of the most popular ones. The first one is a company called Keltec, who makes something called a Sub 2000. They also make the coolest shotgun, one of the coolest shotguns. Um, 
But we can talk about that We're later. We're talking about the KSG. Yes, it was quite innovative. <laughs> but the Caltech comes in 9 millimeter and 40 caliber, and it folds in half. The, you can actually fold it. The back stock will actually fold up, over, and land right on top of the barrel and lock into place with a little latch, which makes it a very short package, and it's extremely light. The, the spring that allows the bolt to go back and forth is housed in a thin tube that rides in the back of it. It's probably one of the lightest pistol caliber carbines and when folded up it's barely over 16 inches long now the only disadvantage to this is when you fold it the back end over the top end is you cover up whatever rail you may have on the top for mounting optics or a sight or any kind of scope so you have to find a way to move it out of the way to fold it or just leave it fold unfolded most of the time and one thing interesting about the Caltech is that it uses standard pistol magazines from other manufacturers like Beretta, Smith & Wesson, and, of course, one of my favorites, the Glock, which makes it nice to carry a pistol and a pistol-caliber carbine that take the same magazines. So that way you carry one set of magazines for your pistol and for your rifle. And, of course, buying pistol magazines that are already out there are much easier to find normally than trying to get somebody's proprietary magazine for something that's a little more unusual, especially when the... Uh, and the magazines are hard to get or expensive. Now the street price on this weapon is uh, about four hundred bucks. I think retails like five fifty. So it's one of the least expensive of the ones today. Now let's get into something maybe a little bit more substantial. One of the newer ones coming into the market is the CZ Scorpion. This is a very well built, easy to shoot nine millimeter, and it's available in a, with a full size folding stock. The stock folds over to the side, so it can still be fired with the stock in the folded position. Now, the magazines in this are proprietary. However, there are several aftermarket manufacturers who are making them. In fact, Magpul has just come out with their aftermarket Scorpion magazine. And for those of you who are used to Magpul products, you know what that means. Great, super high quality at a super affordable price. In fact, most of the aftermarket and factory mags can be had for under 25 bucks, and they go anywhere from 10 to 35 rounds. So the Scorpion is very affordable to have lots of extra magazines for. And one thing you'll realize if you start shooting a pistol caliber carbine is that they're a lot of fun to burn ammo through because they're super accurate, they're easy to control, and you can switch targets very quickly if you're shooting downrange. Just so much fun, if nothing else. Kind of like shooting a twenty two. Exactly, but just a little bit more oomph. Now, at the CZ Scorpion, they retail for about 1200 bucks. Street price is generally under $900 for the basic version. And they also have another version available in a pistol version, which has somewhere between a 7 and a 10-inch barrel. And this comes with a folding pistol brace to essentially give you a short-barreled sort of rifle without all the paperwork. And the biggest disadvantage to this one from my personal experience and from reading is that the trigger pull is extremely heavy, which makes it a little more difficult to shoot rapidly. However, the aftermarket community has come to the rescue and offered spring kits and trigger assemblies to lower the the trigger pull to a much more reasonable level, which makes it even more fun to shoot. Okay, the next one we're going to talk about is the SIG MPX. Now, as usual, SIG makes an extremely high-quality product, unmatched in quality. They are great. Of course, it has a price to match. I think the retail is just under $2,000, and a street price maybe a couple, 300 bucks less than that. And then we get into the magazines. It does have a proprietary magazine, which, as far as I know, no one is making aftermarket versions of yet. 
They retail for $70 each and can be had for 55 to 60 So if you're going to buy half a dozen mags for your SIG, you're going to spend some money on that. Let me jump in here real quick with another listener question. Now, I cannot read Shoot. this. I cannot read this verbatim because of the language they used. But <gasps> the horror. <laughs> but uh, we we do actually actually Roger, let's go ahead and take the break, and then when we come back, we're gonna uh, we're gonna start and answer a listener question. Okay, you're listening to America's Web Radio. I am Roger B. on Locked and Loaded. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is Around Town Movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to America's Web Radio. I am Roger B., and you are listening to Locked and Loaded with my special guest co-host today, Victor from On Point with Victor. And we have that question now, so we have a listener question, and we always like taking listener questions. Uh, who is the dim blank Beep. <laughs> that, that wants uh, background checks for people who sell over five guns? Oh, geez, I can't remember who that was, but I did read that. Um I'm thinking that may have been Camilla Harris. I'm not sure. But basically, they want to treat owning a gun like owning a car. And driving a car on public roads is a privilege, not a right. They can take that away anytime they want. Mm -hmm. And they want to treat gun ownership like a privilege, which it is not. No. It is a well-specified right, Roger, known as the Second Amendment. And I can't tell you what beep would ever say something like beep that because, you know, I just don't know. But I'm... Willing to bet dollars to donuts it was a Democrat. <laughs> and and if one Democrat said it, they'll all believe it. That's oh, today's yes. Democrat part. The lemmings will follow you right to the edge of the sea and jump right in with anything they're told to do. It's pretty pretty sad. but And at least as far as elected Democrats, which I also refer to as the Hippocrat Party, every one of them right now, anti-gun. Oh, of course. Why would they want to stand up? For, if you look at history... In the 20th century alone, every dictatorial 
government that took over a country eliminated the guns as one of the very first things they did. And then they murdered millions of people <laughs> because they couldn't defend themselves. Yeah. It happened in Venezuela in this century. Yeah. Well, there are two things. You know, I always say the history has the answers. And uh, but there are two things, Roger. You are absolutely right that uh, they that a tyrannical government or or leader or or ruler will do, and that is confiscate weapons and take over education. Right, so they can indoctrinate and leave people defenseless. But we here at Locked and Loaded are not going to leave you defenseless. Defenseless. We're going to get you all the information you need to buy more guns, and we're proud to do it because you know how many guns is enough. Just one Just more. <laughs> At least that's what you tell the wife when she says, how many guns do you want? You say, Just one Just more. Just one more. <laughs> but, of course, that's always the answer no matter how many you have. <laughs> My problem is I do that with vehicles and motorcycles, and so do you. Well, yeah, but guns can live in the safe for 10 years and not be looked at and still work fine when you take them out. That's true. So there – and m- – most likely, they will appreciate in value, too. So use that as a well, selling point if you have to. Yeah, that's true, too. Okay, now we're into pistol caliber carbines. The next one I'm going to get into, yeah, it's going to get some laughs, but I'm going to say it anyway. But High Point makes a line of pistol caliber carbines in 9mm, 40 cal, 45, and new for this year, a 10mm. Now, these are probably some of the least expensive, expensive pistol caliber carbines available today. And once you research High Point, you too will be laughing. Now, their pistol caliber carbines have actually started developing a reputation for being extremely reliable and very durable. (laughs) For more than two or three consecutive shots? Very much so. They're actually fairly, the few that I have fired have surprisingly been reliable and reasonably accurate. Now, they weigh as much as a a boat anchor in a pistol version, (laughs) but the carbines actually handle pretty well. They're a little difficult to use sometimes with the charging handle being a little stiff, but other than that, they work. They work great, and they're very inexpensive. Most can be had for under $300. So what I'm hearing is the uh, high point can be used as it has multiple uses. Right, yes, yes. You could throw it at them, swing it at them, or shoot them. Or shoot them. Now, they're comfortable to shoot, cheap to buy. The only disadvantage to the high point, which I think is one of the biggest ones to me, is that they have a proprietary magazine in a very limited capacity. Most of their magazines for their for their PCCs are between 8 and 15 rounds. Now, who wants a semi-automatic rifle and a pistol carbine and a pistol caliber with only 15 rounds? I think they make a some aftermarket makes a 20 rounder for one of their ma- for one of their weapons. But if you want a good choice of calibers and inexpensive carbine, this may be the way to go. Or if you already have a PCC in a nine or a 40 and want to try a 45 or a 10 millimeter, the 10 millimeter to me is one of the finest cartridges in a pistol caliber carbine because of the power, its ability to penetrate barriers and act more like a rifle. Okay. Now we have one more I want to bring up quickly. Well, we may do more than one more, but Ruger has brought one out last year. And it's a little more unusual in the fact that it looks like a standard hunting rifle. And it's a takedown, which means it, the barrel comes out of the receiver, just ahead of the receiver with like a quarter of a turn, comes apart so it's easy to store, easy to take with you, and weighs a little bit less in a, or takes up less space in a backpack. And it looks very similar to a 1022, only scaled up. It's now available in 9mm and 40 caliber. They retail for about 650 bucks, but I've seen street prices as low as $400. So they are a bargain. Now, one of the best things about the Ruger after the takedown feature is they come from the factory with a magwell to take standard Ruger 
Ruger Pistol Magazines. And, this is my favorite part, an additional magazine, well, and you guessed it, that accepts Glock magazines, which I like because they're probably some of the most available, least expensive of all pistol magazines. And I am kind of waiting to see what the aftermarket will bring out for the Ruger in the way of a more tactical stock, because right now it appears as if it's a hunting rifle, which is fine, but I would love to see this in something with a folding back stock on it, and the removable barrel takedown feature could make this a very potent package in a, in a very small space. And if they come out with a pistol version with a folding pistol brace, that would really be amazing. And it would be easy to do because of the takedown feature removes the barrel. Get a shorter barrel, snap it in, put your folding pistol brace on it. You have a small compact package that takes Glock magazines. All righty. And we're going to go, okay, let's get to some of the big boys here. Heckler and Koch. They make one uh, HK. Yes. They're known for their production of military-grade weapons, and you can't go wrong with these ever because they're always some of the finest made. And they price them accordingly. But they only make one right now that's available in the U.S. It's called a UMP, Universal Machine Pistol, or uh, I can't remember the, the, the abbreviation. But it was a submachine gun that they added a bit longer barrel to in order to make it a rifle. And the uh, the reliability is unparalleled. It will fire no matter what. And it's 35 and a half inches long, weighs less than 6 pounds. This makes it easy to move around in very concealed spaces. And you can attach optics anywhere you want. I mean, it is designed as a military-type weapon. It's the look and the feel of their submachine gun, which is a perfect home defense weapon, especially in a forty-five. I wish they would come out with a 9mm version as well. That tends to be one of my favorites. But the forty-five just gives you that much more oomph for the money when you're talking about the UMP. You know, Roger, what I always say, how I look at buying guns, it's the same way I look at buying a helmet for when I'm riding motorcycles. I'm not going to skimp on what's going to protect my head. So we don't really want to skip too much. On buying a weapon that's going to protect your life. Exactly. Precisely. Okay, and it comes with a 10-round magazine that's made of polymer, but getting higher capacity mags are available, but again, very expensive. And it goes for ammo, too. Yeah, forty five is going to be a little bit more money. Yeah. Although right now ammo is at some of the cheapest prices has been probably in the last 20 or 30 years. So that's good. The Obama era of ammo shortages, at least for the time being, is over with. Well, that's because we're on the Trump train now. And we all know the Trump train has better prices on ammo than any train we've been on previously. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Okay, let's see if we can cover one more here. It's a company called TNW, and they make an Aero Survival Rifle. This gun was designed to keep pilots alive in the wilderness in case of an emergency landing. Now, some of the parts are made of aluminum to keep the weight down, but the other parts are made of steel to give it great strength and high reliability. Now, this one has one of the best availability of calibers, available on 9mm, 40 caliber, 357 SIG, 45 ACP, and one of my favorites, 10mm. It's a versatile weapon with most of its calibers available in the market, and you can easily convert between these calibers which is kind of neat. So you could have a 40 caliber weapon, you could swap the barrel and change it to a 357 SIG, or you can change the bolt and go to a 10 millimeter. And I think they retail for about 700 bucks. You might be able to find them for about 600 bucks, but that's probably about it. You know, they're 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 uh, pretty strong in the market there, and because of their availability of 
of the calibers. They even have, I think, a 460 Roland available, which is a big, heavy, hard-hitting cartridge, but it's very specific, and I don't believe anybody's loading factory ammo for that. Yet. Yes, yet. But it was designed as a survival rifle for backpacking, flying, hunting. It's just a standard blowback mechanism, so it's very simple. And it's got a heavy bolt, so it shoots accurately all the time. So there you have it. If you're looking for something new, something different, something you don't have, and you already have a pistol and you want to break into rifles but don't want to jump into an AR-15 right away, consider a pistol caliber carbine because you, you can probably find one that uses a standard pistol magazine, which is easy to find, inexpensive, and with me, any gun should have at least six magazines if it's a semi-auto. And it never hurts to add to your gun collection. And and one of your shows, Roger. <laughs> just one more. <laughs> just one more. Uh, but maybe an upcoming show, Roger. Um, we can also talk about safes. You know, gun safes are a big a big part of, of gun ownership, not, not just for, you know, in-home safety, but also to keep uh, the wrong hands off. That's of right, weapons. especially little hands. Especially little However, hands. However, I'm a firm believer that as soon as someone's old enough to walk and talk to you and handle a gun, they need to be taught the rules, mm-hmm. shown how it works, even taught how to shoot once they're old enough, and understand that it is not a toy, but it is a tool that must be respected and that it is dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think that's the easiest way to get people to not want to do things they shouldn't do with weapons from an early age. You know, that is 100% true, and I did it with my nephews. As soon as they were of age to really understand, they were taught how to, if they were to find a weapon, they were taught how to clear a weapon. I did not want my nephews growing up being fearful of a gun and all the things that they hear. I wanted them to understand and know how to take that weapon and clear it. Uh, because there are too many kids today, even up to high school and college, that because of the liberal line and view of guns and guns are scary, they can't disarm and clear a gun. So that's a well, good that's thing to do. Very good point there. All right. Well, thank you for listening. This is America's Web Radio. I am Roger B. This is the Locked and Loaded Show with my special guest host, Victor Armanderas from On Point with Victor. We'll see you next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.